Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today's story is dedicated to to Altashena Bas Yaakov, in memory of her. May her neshama have a big elevation, and may her family be comforted. This is a story about the Balshemtov and Yisrael Balshemtov, and he had a certain chassid who wanted very much to go to Eretz Yisrael and asked the Balshemtov on a number of occasions for a bracha permission to go to Eretz Yisrael, and the Balshemtov did not give it. Did not give the bracha to go to Eretz Israel, did not give permission to go to Israel. But one time this chassid decided he could not uh, bear it any longer, he really had to go. And therefore, he packed up his family, they put all their possessions on a wagon, horse drawn wagon, and they set off on a certain Arab Shabbos. Their plan was to stop at a town on the way for Shabbos, and then after Shabbos, they would continue their journey. Now, it so happened that as they were driving their wagon out of Mezhebush, where the Baal Shem Tov was living and where this Chassid was living, um, who should be coming in the other direction but the Baal Shem Tov himself? The Baal Shem Tov stopped his wagon, and said to the Chassid, where are you going? The Chassid said, I'm going to Eretz Yisrael. I just could not bear it any longer, and I have my family, and our possessions in the wagon, we're on our way. So the Baal said, can you at least spend this Shabbos with me here in Mezhebush? So the Chassid said, I really can't, Rabbi, because... I already made arrangements to stay in the next town, which is where people usually stay on the Shabbos just before they leave this area. And they already paid for the mikveh over there and I, other payments that I would have to make for staying there with my family for Shabbos. And therefore, I can't, can't, really, can't really do it. So the Baal Shem Tov said, I'll tell you what, I will pay all the expenses that you were going to have to pay uh, in the next town. And um, this way you could please spend Shabbos with me. And then afterwards. So the Chassid said, okay. Baal Shem Tov said, come, let us uh, spend Shabbos together. In fact, after you bring your family back home, um, we'll go together to get ready for Shabbos. Okay. The Chassid said this is quite a privilege to be with the Baal Shem Tov as he prepares himself for Shabbos. And uh, that's what happened. As they entered the mikveh, the Chassid went into the mikveh, or after showering or whatever, he went into the mikveh, and all of a sudden, he had an incredible vision, like a dream. It only took a few seconds, but it seemed like it was a very, very long dream. And this is what he dreamt. He dreamt that he indeed went to Eretz Yisrael, 
And he traveled over land and then by boat. And when he and his, when he, I don't know if in the dream, his family was also there with him or not, but when he came to Eretz Yisrael, he was so excited, he kissed the ground, he was so excited to be in the Eretz Yisrael, the Holy Land. He said to the people there, where's Yerushalayim? So they said, here, we'll take you to Yerushalayim. They took him to Yerushalayim. He was now even more excited. He said, where is the Harabayas? Where is the mountain on which is built the base of Mikdash? He said, here, we'll show you. They took him. He came to the Harabayas, the mountain on the base of which the base of Mikdash was built. And he said, where is the Kodesh? Where is the holy section of the base of Mikdash? They said, here, we'll show you. And finally, when he came into the holy section, he said, and where is the Kodesh Kodashim? Now, of course, these last two areas could only be going on, got into by a Kayan. And in any case, the whole idea of the base of Mikdash, we know it's not built physically right now, but it's a dream. And, they, and so he said, where is the Kodesh Kodashim? They said, here, come, it's over here. And here's the Kodesh Kodashim. He looked in and he said, and the iron, they said, right over here. He looked into the iron and looked at the iron and he said, and where are the luchos? They opened up in the dream. They opened up the iron and he saw that they were empty. The iron was empty. He said, where are the luchos? The luchos are not here. Oh, the luchos, they said to him, the luchos are in Mezhebush with the Baal Shem Tov. As soon as that dream ended, it ended right there, he realized again he was back in Mezhebush and he said to the Baal Shem Tov, I will stay here after all. And that's the story. Now how do we understand this story? So, a tzaddik is a person by whom godliness is revealed. Not like an ordinary person like me or you, that we are struggling to overcome our animal soul and our yitzharada. Sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't do it. We're working on it. We're work in progress. Whereas a tzaddik is a person who has way, way past that stage in his service of Hashem or her service of Hashem. And the tzaddik is a person that Hashem uses to reveal godliness in the world. And therefore, the tzaddik is a person who inspires people tremendously to serve Hashem. That we're able to connects more strongly to Hashem with the help of the tzaddik. Of course, every person can connect to Hashem directly, no question. But the type of connection that we can have to Hashem through a tzaddik is a very special connection. Just as Moshe Rabbeinu helped the Jewish people connect to Hashem, that he brought the Torah down to them and so forth. It's obvious that as much as we can connect to Hashem ourselves, that we should try our hardest every single day when we daven and many other times during the day through our learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, 
we are trying to connect to Hashem, and we do to a certain extent. But there's a special type of connection which a tzaddik can make for a person. And that is very similar to the Beis HaMikdash. Although a Jew can connect to Hashem anywhere, but when we are in the Beis HaMikdash, we have a special connection to Hashem, especially strong, a special quality. And that's what the story is teaching us. Baal Shem Tov knew that for this particular chosid, his service of Hashem would be more successful, it would be more along the lines of what Hashem wanted for this particular Jew to continue staying in Mezhebush, learning with the Baal Shem Tov. And therefore, although he certainly gave the chassid free choice, I mean, it was up to the chassid, he could have said, no, thank you, I'm going to Eretz Yisrael. But the Baal Shem Tov was suggesting to him that he would be able to accomplish more at that time in that particular place by staying there with the Baal Shem Tov. Now, today, there are millions and millions of Jewish people living in Eretz Yisrael, Surely it is the right place for them, no question, no question about it, that it's by divine providence that they're there, and everybody has their service of Hashem. My own son lives there with his family, and it's certainly the right place for every Jew eventually, but at this point, as we are, just before the Mashiach comes, just before the redemption, for some people, it's not yet the right place to be. And this chassid, for him, was the best place to be there with Baal Shem Tov. But in any case, a tzaddik is a very special gift that Hashem gives to us to help us to connect with, it, with Hashem in a, in, a, in a more strong way. And this certainly will help to bring Mashiach quicker. And especially as we put our efforts into learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, more and more, that Mashiach will come so much quicker. May it come immediately, and may it happen now. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More.